Welcome to the Sozo Church Podcast. Our desire is to see every person know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Enjoy. Well, hello, church. It's uh, Jason Laird here. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in on our podcast. We are in day number one of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Hopefully you're tracking along with this. I just want to encourage you, lean into these 21 days. Let them really be a time where God, um, he, he really just sets the tone for your year. I believe this is going to be the best year you have ever had. Um, but we just got to, we got to do our part and seek him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I believe that as we do that, God will show up in our life and do some amazing things. You know, we started this uh, collection of talks this past Sunday, um, and the, the name of it is called Pause. Uh, and we, we started off talking about pausing to pray, pausing to pray. We're going to be talking about a few different topics, um, but the reality is, is that we live in this busy, hustle and bustle, crazy, you know, get after it, grind uh, type lifestyle, and that's just the world that we live in now, and sometimes it can get so crazy and hectic and busy that we can forget to push pause on everything else, all the distractions, all the demands, and really just stop for a moment and just, just spend some time in the presence of God. Um, speaking with him, listening to him, uh, and allowing him to transform our very lives. Uh, And so this Sunday, we talked a little bit about prayer, and we started out with that famous passage of scripture where Jesus is with his disciples. He just gets finished praying. He was off kind of by himself in this solitude place praying, and one of the disciples comes up to him and says, hey, Jesus, will will you teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. Doesn't say teach us how to preach or perform miracles. He just says, hey, will you teach us how to pray? And it was something that they had a hunger and a desire to learn. And I believe that Jesus taught them that there in those moments. And it, it transformed the way that they live their lives. And so we talked a bit about learning how to pray. And obviously, I couldn't cover everything uh, there is to say about prayer in the you know, 30, 40 minutes on Sunday. But I wanted to, to really kind of circle back around to this one particular place in my sermon um, where I, I quoted Dr. Timothy Keller. He said this. He says, prayer is continuing a conversation that God has already started through his word and his grace which eventually becomes a full encounter with him. Let me read that one more time. Prayer is continuing a conversation that God has already started through his word and his grace, which will eventually become a full encounter with him. So this idea of prayer, according to Keller, is that a lot of times we we go to scripture and God's word and we let God's word um, be the really the the catalyst for the conversation, and we let that start the conversation with us, with our minds, with our heart, engaging our spirit, and we just continue that conversation. And so, this is what I want to talk about for just a minute today. I want to talk about the role of Scripture, God's Word, Scripture, uh, and prayer. How do those things sync up and link up together? I love over in Colossians uh, chapter number three. Let me let me open up my my Bible here. Colossians three says, uh, "Let the Word of God." Uh, dwell in your heart richly. But I love how the, the Passion Translation says, says, let the word of Jesus live in you richly, flooding your life with all wisdom. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another in Psalms uh, and with festive praises. 
and I, I love that. Let God's word, the scriptures, the holy scriptures, let those live in uh, inside of you. Let them dwell inside of you. Let them take residence on the inside of you. Um, I, I love another one of the scriptures, always been one of my favorites over in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 21 says, fill your thoughts with my words, says God, until they penetrate deep into your spirit. And I, I love this idea of getting God's word on the inside of you. And a lot, I think a lot of times we look at that and we think, oh, just reading scripture and memorizing scripture, which is important. I think it's really good that we memorize scripture. Um, but I think one of the most important things about about getting God's word in us so that it lives in us, literally it begins to um, become alive on the inside of us is this one word called meditation. Now that in a lot of church circles is like people steer away from that because it sounds so, you know, new age, mystical, super, you know, kind of out there. But meditation is actually, you see it all throughout scripture, especially over in the Psalms. Uh, you see it a lot of, uh, over in Psalm one, David talks about that meditating on God's word, uh, day and night, like every day, and every night, just meditating, just letting your, your, the Word of God fill your thoughts and fill your life and live in you. That's in Psalms 1. Over in Psalm 119, it says it probably, I don't know, seven or eight times. I think in verse 15, verse 78, uh, 97, 98, 99, and verse 148, all of those talk about meditating on the Word of God, meditating on Scriptures. Over in Joshua chapter 1. Uh, that was another one of the encouragements that was given to Joshua was meditate on the word of God day and night. So the idea of meditation is not some mystical new age concept. It's a biblical concept. And I believe that that uh, meditating on God's word, it actually plays a huge role uh, in our prayer life. Because a lot of times we just don't know what to pray. Like, I don't know if you've ever been there before. I've been there many times where I'm like, OK, I'm here. I've shown up, God. I'm here to pray. Uh, what am I going to pray about right now? And, you know, sometimes like I'll write down a list of friends to pray for and people to pray for. But but what God, I think, wants to do is he wants to take his word. And as we meditate on his word, let the word of God become literally like a guide in our prayer life. You know, his word also says that his word is a lamp into our, our feet. Uh, uh, his word is a lamp into our feet, a light into our path. So, so what is it saying? It guides us. I think one of the ways that God's word guides us is not just in our living, but it's in our praying. His word, literally, as we meditate on it, it can begin to shape a path and, and, and plow a path in front of us so that we can begin to pray and encounter the presence of God and commune with God, be with God. Uh, there's something that I just learned uh, really in the last year, and it's really transformed my prayer life. It's something that I mentioned in my sermon Sunday called Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina, it's a Latin word. Um, it's from the Benedictine period. I think it's around six, the sixth century there. But it's a, mono, uh, a monastic practice. So it's the monks. Uh, these these uh, these monks would take God's word and they would use it as the scriptures to begin an, a conversation with God, and it began to shape their their prayer life. Um, it's traditionally separated in four different parts, four different steps. Uh, and here's the four things right here: uh, you read God's word. You meditate on God's word, then you begin to pray God's word, then you begin to contemplate on God's word, right? In that moment, uh, it's it's so interesting. My mom, I used to always hear my mom say, "If you want to pray the will of God, pray the word of God," uh, and and that's really what this concept is. It's using the scriptures to engage uh, in a conversation with God. And I want to break that down for just a moment. But before I break down those four words: read, meditate, pray, and contemplate. Um, this is kind of the suggestion I would make to you is you, you kind of have to prep for this type of prayer. 
meaning like you need one or two minutes to get ready to do this. And the way that I do Lectio Divina is like this. I go to uh, my office, solitude, no one else is there. I don't have any music on. Usually I'll light a candle. Um, I have this like kind of nice smelling candle that a buddy of mine got for me for Christmas. And I'll light that candle and I just set the room and it's, it's, it's really quiet. Uh, there's no distractions, no cell phone, no social media, uh, none of that stuff. And I'll I literally will just still myself. The Bible says, be still and know that I am, I am God. So I'll begin to still myself, quiet myself. Um, I'll, I'll shut my eyes. And, um, and right then, a lot of times, you, you are automatically, you have thoughts racing through your mind. So the way that I kind of push pause on those thoughts is I'll, I'll literally, I'll take a couple deep breaths, I'll breathe in, and then I just, I have a, what I call a trigger prayer. It's like it's triggering the moment or it's setting up the moment. And this is what I say. I just say, come Holy Spirit. I welcome you, Holy Spirit. And that's like my, my way that I'm, I'm preparing to enter into this moment and I'm welcoming the Holy Spirit to come. And so you, you, you can say whatever you want to say right there, you know, like I'm here to meet with you, Lord, or um, I welcome you, Jesus, to come in this place, or I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to talk with you, whatever that may be, but just a short little phrase. And it's like, it's like setting the moment saying, this is why I'm here. It's telling yourself why you're here. It's also telling the Lord why you're here. And, uh, and you just get quiet. And I like to just sit there for a moment in about 60 seconds, um, you know, minute to two minutes max, just in silence. And, uh, and then from that moment right there, the first thing I do is read. So this is the first category you read. So I'll, I'll read one small scripture, one small portion of scripture. Like the other day I, I read, uh, deny yourself, um, pick up uh, your cross and follow me. So a short reading, it doesn't have to be something very long, although you can, you can read an entire passage. I like to read one or two verses, maybe five verses max. And, uh, and as I read that, I, I'm, I'm, I look at it and I'll underline one or two words. Like I'll read it numerous times, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times. And I'll underline certain key words or phrases that are in there that really stick out to me for whatever reason. And, and as I read it, then I'll, then I'll start to meditate, move to step two, I'll meditate on it. And when I say meditate, I'll begin to ask questions around it. So like deny yourself. I'll begin to ask not just myself questions, but I ask the Lord, Lord, is there some area of my life where I have not been denying myself, but I've just been indulging or I've been kind of not had restraint or whatever? Is, is there an area that I need to focus on of laying down and dying? Is there an area of my flesh? And I'll just ask some questions around it and I'll just wait and see if he says anything. So I'm meditating. Um, the other day I did that and he said, yeah, here's an area. This is what I sense. I felt like he was like, yeah, here's an area where you need to deny yourself. There's times whenever you're in a conversation with someone and you just want to butt in and, and take over the conversation. I need you in those moments to deny that desire to want to just speak and talk and fill that space. Deny yourself. So it's things like that. Deny yourself. Uh, uh, pick up your cross. So I'll ask questions like, Lord, what does it really mean? to pick up my cross. What is my cross? What is that? And I'll just sit there and wait. And I'll just, I'll just, I'll ask a question and just meditate. I don't rush this moment. I'll just wait and see if he'll speak. And sometimes it, sometimes it's just an impression. I've yet to hear like an audible voice from God. Some people say that they have, I haven't, but I just get these impressions or these sense, this kind of sense that God's saying something to me. Deny yourself, pick up your cross, follow me. And I'll, you know, God, Am I really following you, Jesus? Are there any areas of my life where I'm not following you? 
the areas where you've you've told me something specifically to do and I haven't done it, I'm not following you. So it's just a conversation. I'm asking a question. So I'm letting scripture guide the conversation and I'll ask questions as I meditate and I'll listen and I'll ask the Lord to speak. So that's meditate. So read, meditate, and then pray. So based on uh, what I feel like he's spoken to me, sometimes I'll write it down. Like here's what he spoke. And sometimes I, I know clearly what he spoke and I don't have to write it down. And I'll let it begin to shape my prayer. So the other day, the thing about my tongue, like always wanting to speak into a conversation and take over the conversation, my prayer was this, Lord, I hear what you're saying to me, that I need to stop butting in and taking over conversations, and, and, and I need to just be silent more. Will you please help me, Lord, to be more silent? Like Help me to control my tongue. Holy Spirit, produce the fruit of self-control in my life. And so you just let, let your prayers be shaped by what he spoke through that time of meditation is based on, his, uh, based on the reading. And then the last one is contemplate. And that's where I just, I literally just sit there in that moment after I've prayed all that. And I just, I, sometimes I say it again, come Holy Spirit, just, just come, be in this moment with me right now. I just want to be in your presence. And I'll just still just, just be in that moment. And I'll take a few minutes Sometimes it's one or two minutes. Sometimes it's longer. Sometimes if I really sense like the presence of God the other day, I, I really, man, it was, it was amazing. I'm sitting in my chair in my office as I got to this little contemplation kind of uh, moment, and I really sensed the presence of God. And for whatever reason, this may not happen to you, but it happened to me. I just had, man, I just had these tears streaming down my face. Uh, and I just, I sensed the presence of God and I sensed his love. Like, like he was just like, I love you, son. I'm proud of you. It was just a really amazing moment. But that whole conversation and that whole encounter and that whole experience, it happened um, because I, I believe because I used the word of God to guide me uh, towards a conversation with God that he had already started through his word. Uh, so that's Lectio Divina. And so hopefully that encourages you. So once again, Lectio Divina means divine reading. Divina means divine. Lectio means reading. Divine reading. And you use it as a path in prayer to help guide you. And you read it, you meditate, you pray, you contemplate. So read it, meditate, pray, and contemplate. Hopefully that encourages somebody today. Look forward to sharing some more little tips uh, on prayer and different ways that we can seek God. Um, And I just want to encourage you, let's lean in these 21 days. Look forward to seeing you Sunday. God bless. Thanks for listening. Join us each week here on the podcast or live in San Francisco. Keep up with life at Sozo by following at Sozo Church SF on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great day.